From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and you're listening to Episode 16 of The Savvy Psychologist. I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. We'll use the best of psychology to help you be happy, healthy, and most importantly, yourself. This week on The Savvy Psychologist, we'll identify the four symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, plus a fifth symptom that occurs in some cases. Next week, we'll talk about how healing occurs and what you can do to offer support to someone with PTSD, plus what not to do. The idea for these two podcasts comes from listener Phoebe Gavin of New York City. In addition to being an Iraq war veteran, Phoebe is a member of Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, or IAVA, the first and largest nonprofit, nonpartisan association for new veterans. So thank you, Phoebe, and all your fellow veterans for your service. Let's begin with two adapted-from-real-life stories to paint a more accurate picture of PTSD. We'll start with Kim. Kim is a 26-year-old former patient of mine. As a child, her alcoholic parents left her alone for long stretches of time, and even when they were present, they were often too drunk to notice anything. A male neighbor took advantage of the situation and molested Kim for several years. Kim was functional, though promiscuous, through high school, but when she saw the neighbor at a local car wash several years ago, something snapped. When Kim first started coming to therapy, she was having nightmares, flashbacks, and panic attacks almost every day. Seeing any unfamiliar man, even a grocery store checkout clerk, automatically triggered the thought that he was going to force himself on her. And as a result, she had dropped all her college courses and stayed in the house as much as possible. Some of Kim's friends were supportive, even if they didn't always understand. Her mother, however, told her to snap out of it and said she was lying. Larry is another former patient. He has diabetes and was in a freak accident that left him locked in a self-storage unit for 48 hours. He was in ketoacidosis and in and out of a diabetic coma by the time he was found, and the emergency room doctors said he had the highest blood glucose levels they had ever seen. After two weeks in the ICU, he was released. But once home, Larry had a horrible time staying indoors because every room in his house reminded him of being locked in the storage unit. To make things worse, going to sleep and waking up reminded him of passing in and out of his coma. He was jumpy, irritable, and often stayed at the bar until last call. He couldn't make it through a day at work. And his wife, understandably frustrated, told him to pull it together. Kim and Larry both had post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, which is the only mental disorder that must be caused by an outside event. The trauma that sparks PTSD can be experienced directly, like combat, assault, being in a fire, or Kim's or Larry's experience. But witnessing something horrific is also valid, like watching someone drown or get shot. 
Similarly, repeated exposure to the aftermath of tragedy counts as well. This category might include child protective service counselors who deal with child abuse day in and day out, or the cleaning crews dispatched to mop up grisly crime scenes. As of the most recent version of the Diagnostic Bible, the DSM-5, there are four groups of symptoms, plus one that occurs in some cases. Symptom number one is called intrusion. Also called re-experiencing, these are the flashbacks and nightmares that come rushing back, seemingly out of nowhere, and are so lifelike that you feel you've been sucked right back to the trauma. Re-experiencing makes you relive the worst moments of your life again and again. The smell, the house, or the stretch of highway that reignites the traumatic memory is called a trigger. For example, every time Larry woke up in a dark room, the trigger of darkness sent him right back to the storage unit. Kim would get triggered whenever anyone looked her straight in the face, which is how she remembers her abuser. Symptom number two is hyperarousal or reactivity. Hyperarousal, which has nothing to do with sexual arousal, means being terrified all the time and gets in the way of sleeping and concentrating. You're constantly on edge, paranoid about perceived danger, and vigilant for threats. For example, Kim was always on alert for men and literally ran away if a strange man approached her. For others, hyperarousal may play out as feeling aggressive, impatient, irritable, or angry, or as self-destructive behavior like cutting, picking fights, or promiscuity, all of which makes sense when you think about it. Powerful, short-term distraction is an understandable, if dangerous, diversion. To sum up, in hyperarousal, you're always ready for attack. In a war zone overseas or a war zone of your own household, hyperarousal is called simply being ready. However, once you're safe, whether that's post-deployment or post-abusive relationship, it can seem impossible to turn off. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Symptom number three, avoidance. This is a big one. Your brain is smart, and it wants to stay far, far away from anything even remotely related to the trauma. Car accident survivors often won't get in a car. Victims of traumatic break-ins might move. But avoidance isn't limited to locations. It can also include avoiding memories. For instance, many survivors can't or won't talk about what happened. Strong emotions may also be avoided. You may not be able to feel loving, joyous, sexual, be unable to grieve, or you may use alcohol or drugs to block out overwhelming feelings. Avoidance is often far-reaching. To feel safe, the mind builds in a wide buffer, no matter the cost. So, for example, a colleague of mine had a patient named Claire, who was assaulted by a supposed friend while she slept. As a result, Claire spent years avoiding sleep, believing it was unsafe, which made sense given her experience. She worked double shifts, took night classes, and lived on coffee, which in our workaholic culture, no one questioned. Only after she fell asleep while driving did she seek help and finally connect the dots. Symptom number four, negative thoughts and feelings. 
Negative thoughts about the self and the world are near universal in PTSD. In order to wrap the mind around an unthinkable experience, the brain does all sorts of gymnastics. If I hadn't fought back, this wouldn't have happened. If I had fought back, this wouldn't have happened. I should have died instead of my buddy. If I look attractive, I'll be attacked. I wasn't worth protecting, so that's why no one helped me. Negative thoughts may also take the form of questions. What did I do wrong? What did I do to deserve this? Negative thoughts cause a quick slide into negative feelings. You may withdraw from the world, feel numb, or not feel much besides anger. You may be unable to picture a future. For example, you may believe you'll die sooner than other people, or won't reach milestones like finding a partner, having children, or retirement. Symptom number five, dissociation. This is the symptom that only occurs in some cases. Dissociation is a feeling of being detached from who you are, what's happening, or your own body. In a series of 2012 studies, 12 to 30% of folks with PTSD experienced dissociative symptoms. There are variations on dissociation, including depersonalization, which is a feeling that you're not real. For example, you may have the experience of not recognizing yourself in a mirror, feel invisible, feel like a robot, or look at your hand, for instance, and think, this is not my hand. There's also derealization, or a sense that the world is not real, which may feel spacey or like you're living in a dream. Survivors who dissociated during their trauma often say they were outside their body observing the scene, remember feeling as if it wasn't really happening, or there may be blanks in their memory. To sum up, dissociation is the brain's attempt to cope during a time of danger. When the body can't physically escape a situation, the brain goes to extremes to get through the trauma and create emotional distance. To wrap up, let's circle back to Kim and Larry, both of whom, after a lot of hard work and treatment, are doing well today. Both have up days and down days, and while the memories of their respective traumas will never be pleasant, they can function and move forward rather than being dragged back into the past by PTSD. If you recognize yourself or someone important in your life in today's show, please seek out a qualified psychologist or psychiatrist. PTSD should be diagnosed in person by a qualified professional. And thankfully, PTSD is treatable. Have courage. And most importantly, have hope. Next week, we'll tackle misconceptions about PTSD, plus the one big truth. If the Savvy Psychologist is useful to you, please share your love by subscribing to the podcast, liking on Facebook, adding on Google+, or simply telling someone important in your life. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and a transcript of the podcast and references for the studies I mention are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And remember, The Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy with a licensed professional. As always, any patient names have been changed and details altered to protect privacy. Thanks for listening and see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. 
with seven drive modes. Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.